When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. It's Stangy Law Firm. We represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri. The Mean Girls musical adaptation hits theaters this weekend, and I know everyone's probably going to make the same tired references in their reviews, so I'm not going to sit here and say something like, Get in, losers, we're reviewing Mean Girls. Oh, but I did it. Hello everybody, I'm Dan Merle and I'm here on the road to give you my review of Mean Girls 2024, which is hitting theaters this weekend. The embargo just dropped. And if you're like me, you're probably thinking, wait a minute, a remake of Mean Girls? That movie's what, like 10 years old? No, it's 20 years old. And if you're not shocked by that, it's because time hasn't sped up for you yet. Don't worry, it will. And when it does, it's gonna be disturbing. The original Mean Girls is a movie that I was aware of, but that I didn't actually watch until a few years ago. I did rewatch the first Mean Girls to prepare for this review, and my thoughts on it were about the same as when I saw it for the first time. It's a really strong cast, and I think it's got some great jokes in it. A lot of the high school stuff I felt like was fairly standard, but I understand why it has endured for so long culturally, because the high points, the high highs, the funny jokes are worthy of being remembered. This version is an adaptation of the musical that hit Broadway back in 2018. The screenplay is still credited to Tina Fey, who wrote the original, but this version is directed by Samantha Jane and Arturo Perez Jr. in their feature debut as a directing team. You probably know the story of Mean Girls just by cultural osmosis. New girl Katie Heron infiltrates the Plastics, a clique of high school girls who rule the school, led by Queen Bee Regina George. But as Katie works to undermine the Plastics, she finds herself becoming one of them as hijinks slash drama ensue. Taking over Lindsay Lohan's role as Katie is Angori Rice, who captures the naivete that this character has perfectly, and she also does well with Katie's transformation as her undercover role becomes a little too real. B.B. Wood plays Gretchen Wieners in this version, originally played by Lacey Chabert, although the character's family relationship with Toaster Strudel is eliminated from this version of the movie, mainly because I'm not sure how many people still eat Toaster Strudel or know what Toaster Strudel is. Avantika plays Karen the role originally played by Amanda Seyfried, who is a very dumb character, and she really does get some laughs. She plays dumb really well, although it's hard to match the otherworldly dimness that Amanda Seyfried brought to the original role, and I felt that both of the characters were entertaining and were well-performed, but on a character level, I thought that they were sidelined a bit in order to make room for the music and for some other story points that were added to the movie. So this is an area where I'd say the characterization is actually a little bit less than you get in the original film. The actor with maybe the toughest role to play is Renee Rapp, who has to inhabit a part that was completely crushed by Rachel McAdams in the original film. 2004 was a big year for her. This is Rapp's first film, and I suspect that this could very well be her star is born moment because she owns this version of Regina George. This is a part that she played on Broadway, and she brings all of that and more to the film version, that stage presence that also just, I think, lights up the screen. 
The entire cast of the movie does really well, but Renee Rapp gets, I think, the show-stopping moments, which really isn't that much of a surprise because in drama and in musicals especially, the villains are often the ones that get these star-making turns. The big bombastic numbers, that's what Regina gets in this movie, and Renee Rapp really does a lot with this role. Of the supporting cast, Ali'i Cravalho gets the most time to shine as Janice, Katie's first friend, who also initiates the plan to destroy Regina. Of course, I'd heard her sing as Moana, but this was the first on-screen acting performance where I really got to see what she can do. And I think that the character's done a lot of favors because they expanded the role for the stage. That carries over to the film. And it really is an exceptional supporting performance in a movie, by the way, that really doesn't have a bad performance in it. I have never seen the Mean Girls musical, and I hadn't listened to the music at all, so I didn't really know what to expect. And for the first, I'd say, half hour of this movie, I thought it was a perfectly okay recreation of the original film. The performances were good, the jokes were mostly the same with a few punchy new additions, the songs were catchy but unspectacular. But as the show progresses, this Mean Girls seems to give itself permission to be its own thing. About halfway through, it begins to sort of riff on the original film. It's a bit more updated with more of a modern idea of what high school today would be like when you add in things like social media. It has fresh perspectives on some of the characters, some plot tweaks that simplify some story points and expand on others, and really just moments that let these characters shine in their own individual way and not just as a version of something that somebody else already did. What begins as an okay recitation of the original Mean Girls really does pick up steam as it goes, and by the end, I was as invested in this version as I was in the original film. I'd even go so far as to say that this version of Mean Girls, while it may not surpass the original film, definitely challenges it, and I think earns the right to stand side by side as an alternate version of the same movie that's just as satisfying but in different ways than the original. Yes, you lose some of the stuff that's great about the first film, Amy Poehler's performance and a lot of the other supporting performances and some of the jokes, but I think that you also gain a lot, especially if you're coming at it from a more modern sensibility and what high school is like right now. There's a lot to be added to this story here in addition to the stuff that's taken away. And I think that you really can view this as sort of 1A and 1B of the same story in a way that I think is similar to how I view the original West Side Story and Steven Spielberg's version. I don't think that the remake surpasses the original, but I think you can watch them together as two alternate angles on the same story, both satisfying. That's not to say that this movie's running away from the 2004 version. Tina Fey and Tim Meadows are back. They're playing the exact same roles. There are references to the original film that definitely drew some applause and cheers in the crowd as the movie goes on and sprinkled throughout the movie. But much like a lot of the characters in this film, when this version of Mean Girls stops pretending to be something that it's not, it really is able to find its true self. Maybe it was a little too difficult to do the first act of this film differently and to set up the characters and make jokes differently than you did in the first film because you are following the same basic story. But there was a stark contrast for me from where we began this movie to where we ended it. And I could feel that energy changing in the room. The screening that I was in was some movie critics, but mostly public people, the audience, the people that were there for a preview screening. You could tell that they were Mean Girls fans. They were excited. There was a buzz going before the movie started. And when the movie began, it was getting polite laughter at the jokes that everybody knew because they'd probably seen the movie 
I don't know how many times. But as the movie went on and it began surprising people and adding in new jokes, as the numbers began hitting harder, as we began spinning characters in different ways, the laughter picked up, the applause picked up. You could feel the energy rising in the room. And by the end of the movie, when the virtual curtain, so to speak, closes on Mean Girls, it got applause like it was a Broadway show. You could feel the movie winning this audience over. And they didn't just want a recitation or a recreation of the first movie because they could go home and watch it. I could tell that they were very happy at the things that were changed, at the new and fresh perspectives that the film had to offer inside of that very familiar framework. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. A lot of that was the energetic direction from Samantha Jane and Arturo Perez Jr., who seemed to have a natural instinct on how to direct and stage a movie musical. The camera swoops and dives. Sometimes it mimics a phone. Sometimes it glides around in unbroken shots. But it always brings the energy. And the show itself plays with the musical form. Some numbers are staged as fantasy sequences. Some of them are staged as farce. Sometimes it plays with the idea of almost a self-awareness of being in the musical. For lack of a better word, Mean Girls doesn't feel stagey in its adaptation from the stage. And feeling stagey is absolute death to the film adaptation of even a great musical like The Producers or Jersey Boys. This doesn't feel like you're just filming a show that's on a stage. It does feel like the feature adaptation of a musical, and I think that's why it also works. I think fans of the original film are going to be won over by this version if they give it room to breathe and do its own thing. And if you haven't seen Mean Girls or you're thinking of taking somebody who hasn't seen Mean Girls, I think it works perfectly fine as an introduction to the story because it's the same basic story, pretty much the exact same setup, and you have a great riff on these characters. I think the the thing that people took away from the original Mean Girls film, they can still take away from this film. So I think it's perfectly okay to see this version first if you haven't seen Mean Girls and then do a follow-up watch, a first-time watch, of the original movie afterwards. I don't think you're going to lose anything or be lost. I don't think it's going to ruin that film experience for you. So on my personal scale, 2024's Mean Girls gets a solid It's Good rating because of that last half of the movie and the energy that it really picks up as it goes. If you're looking for a fun night at the theater with an old favorite or a fresh take on an old favorite, or if this is your introduction to the story, I don't think you're going to be disappointed with Mean Girls, and so it gets a recommendation recommendation for me. What do you think? Are you excited for this new version of the story? Let me know down in the comments section below. And as always, thank you so much for watching the channel. Stay tuned. I've got more reviews coming up this week, as well as award show and award season coverage and everything else that's coming up this weekend. Until next time, stay safe, and I'll see you then. Bye. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. 
And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.